All right, so I'm here with Mike Supple, and uh, we're going to have some dinner because we're hungry, and uh, we like to have some wine with dinner, and it's important that we pick the right wine. So we're going to have some uh, steak. Is that okay with you? Steak's good. Uh, I like, let's bump it up a notch. Not just steak. What should we have? Okay, so we'll have filet. All right, there we're it is. We're going to have some potatoes, <laughs> some gravy, and some sort of random vegetable. And uh, so let me pull out some wines, and we're going to see what Mike thinks because I don't know what I want. Because food and wine are really important to have together. Some the French know, the Italians know, the Spanish know. Americans, we're working on it. But food and wine work together. So try to get them together. Yeah, so Mike, well, how about some uh, Chardonnay from J. Lore? Alright, so this is what he just pulled for me. Now, this is a good bottle of wine. This is uh, 2003 Arroyo Seco Chardonnay from J. Lore Vineyards. It's pretty high quality Chardonnay. Um, aged in some oak. You get nice heavy bodies. Nice classic uh, sort of buttery, rich California Chardonnay flavors, some lemon in there, some apple. Apparently this is Clone 5 Chardonnay. Nobody knows what that means except these guys. Um, what, are, what, are, what, are you, what are you telling me, Mike? We're having steak. Steak, you want something a little bigger, a little bolder. I think the uh, filet is going to overpower that wine. Um, it's just not going to have enough body enough to support it. So I'm going to go with the no on that one. Alright, so... What else you got? The second one I was looking at out of, uh, out of the wine fridge there with some Pinot Noir. It's very popular these days. I love Pinot. Everybody loves a good Pinot. I love a good Pinot. So what we have here is the Oban Climat Pinot Noir, the Rincon Vineyard here, or something like that. Yeah, from Royal Grande Ville. Tally Vineyard, sorry, it's the Rincon. I, don't, I actually don't know what that means either. But uh, Oban Climat, great producer. One of the first producers, uh, people experiment with Pinot Noir down on the central coast of California. Fantastic wine. Again, Pinot Noir is not full-bodied enough. Like the Chardonnay, it's a little bit of a lighter red. Yes, it's a red, step in the right direction for steak, but it's a little too light. It's got some good acidity to it, but it just doesn't have enough body to hold up to that steak. You know, you've had steak before, it's heavy, powerful meat. It's just not quite enough. They're gonna, they're gonna fight, they're not gonna work together. What you're, else? You're, you're picky, Supple. Hey man, you want it to work. You want some good wine, you want some good food. <clears throat> what, about, what, about, what about some champagne, man? Yeah. Champagnes? I love champagne, and I never turn champagne down. Champagne can work with just about everything. You're gonna have, you're gonna hear some people disagree with me. This particular champagne, say it's a non-vintage uh, champagne, which means it's a blend of some Chardonnay, some Pinot Noir. It's from France, from the Champagne region. It's pretty good quality champagne. Um, however, if I'm having meat and I'm having champagne, I tend, I still want something a little heavier, a little darker. So maybe something that's vintage, because vintage has a little bit more body to it, a little more richness. Um, I'm also going to stick maybe with a rosé champagne if I'm going with meat, because rosés you can have more of that sort of strawberry flavor, a little bit of that dark cherry flavor. So I'm going to pass on that, plus I'm really hungry and really thirsty, and I don't really feel like spending five minutes chilling that bad boy down. Let's head back to the red country. Okay, well, this is something I've been holding on to, and even though I know everybody knows this winery, it's about time we drink it. What about this? Alright. Alright, now we're talking. Here we got something going on. Okay. So this is the 1996 Silver Oak Napa Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. Silver Oak is a very well-known winemaker, a very well-known winery in, uh, in, in California. They do a Napa Valley Cabernet, they do a Sonoma Alexander Valley Cabernet. 96 is good, so what? We're in 2009, we've got 13 years on this bad boy, so it's had some time to settle. Napa Valley Cabernets can be very tannic, particularly from strong producers like this. You don't really want to drink them young, you want to give them some time. This has some time in there, so when, as those tannins, those tannic acid, sort of, that, that's the stuff that gives you that bite in the back of your throat and back of your mouth. As those tannins settle, fleshes out a little bit more, fuller body, rounder, I think it's a really wrap around the thick steak well. Got that nice, thick, juicy, sort of black cherry flavors. This should be a pretty badass selection, so. So basically, what he's saying is, that first bite of steak that you have, the loveliest bite ever, after time, it doesn't feel the same. 
But if you drink this in between, every bite will be the first bite. That's the point. You want to refresh your palate because your mouth gets tired of tasting the same things. Try some steak, try some wine, go back and forth. I love it. And basically, when you got a badass steak, you want a badass wine. Let's do it up. Okay. Mm, that is the sound of delicious.